Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. God's so sweet with me. He knows that I don't like change very much. And so he has to start telling me a long time in advance because I don't listen. I, re- I, say, I keep on thinking it's the devil and like I just rebuke it. But, but he's sweet to me and so he gives me a long time notice because he knows it's gonna take me a long time to get used to this idea. So, you know, the Holy Spirit just kept on nudging me, kept on nudging me. And I finally was like, oh man, God, why are you doing this to me? And then I had to go through my pity party. Now, he, he wasn't leaving, he was still there, but I'm going through this whole thing because I knew he was gonna be coming to me soon saying, hey, I think it's my season to leave. And I was going through my pity party. God, why are you doing this to me? Why are you so mean to me? Why don't you like me, God? Why do you wanna make my life hard? It's rude, God. Don't be rude. Welcome to Rama for Today. Denise Burns wraps up her teaching on navigating the seasons of life. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Denise Burns for today's message. The way that you leave one season is oftentimes going to be the way that you start out the next season. And you don't want to sow discord. You don't want to sow dissension. You know, you don't want to hurt people in the process. You don't want to just, you know, make a decision to do something and leave a whole wake of hurt and injured people behind you. You know, you want to do it the best way that you can and not hurt people in the process. And so, you know, keeping a good attitude, you know, not complaining. Anytime you leave an organization, whether it be, um, you know, a job or, you know, anything, you know, you never want to talk badly about your boss, about, you know, your coworkers, about the organization. You always want to leave on a good note. You know, I, I, I don't believe in burning bridges, you know. Uh, some people do. And, you know, but I don't believe in burning bridges because you never know when you might need that bridge. And so you should, you know, keep that good attitude. Um, you know, honor your organization, honor your leader. You know, go to them and say, hey, I'm feeling a transition. Um, when would be the best time for this transition to take place? You know, and as a, as a leader of an organization, whether you be a pastor or, you know, a, a boss maybe, you have to keep a good attitude too whenever somebody's season is changing. And sometimes this is so hard. And sometimes I find it, especially with pastors, it's really hard for them to keep a good attitude when it's time for somebody's season to be over. Because, you know, and I get it, I feel the pain. I mean, good people are hard to come by, right? Faithful, committed, dedicated people are hard to come by. But ultimately, as a pastor, you want what's best for that person. But sometimes the emotions that you feel get in the way. Okay, I I have seen it play out many times. Um, You know, somebody feels like they're supposed to transition, you know, um, to a a different state. And let's say maybe they're really, really involved in the church. I mean, they're key leaders in the church. And they come to their pastor and they say, you know, hey, pastor, I'm feeling like it's time for, you know, us to transition. We want to take, we're going to move. And the pastor just gets really negative about it. 
No, no, you shouldn't do that. What am I gonna do without you? I don't, I, you know, are you sure that you heard from God? You need to go back and pray, okay? I love that line. Anyways, um, you know, but we can't be selfish. You know, as pastors and leaders of an organization, you don't wanna be selfish, and sometimes this is so hard. I remember there was one individual, and uh, he, he was actually, he was the very first person that I ever hired, very first person. And, um, you know, he was with me for 10 years, just the most loyal, faithful, just employee. I mean, he, you know what? He just, you know, we just clicked. Everything worked smoothly. I was like, yes, this is awesome. I can just go on for the rest of my life and this person is gonna be here. And you know, just, just an amazing, honoring person. Loved his wife. I mean, his wife was like so involved and they were just not only some really great employees, but they were really great friends to my husband and I. And so, you know, I started sensing, cause I, you know, I, I listened to the big HS and my guide, and I started just sensing, okay, his season is gonna be coming to an end soon. And I was like, no, 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 devil, get behind me, Satan, get behind me. I'm not listening to that, I rebuke you, you know? And then it would, you know, it would come up again. Ah, you know, his season's gonna be coming to an end. And see, God's so sweet with me. He knows that I don't like change very much. And so he has to start telling me a long time in advance because I don't listen. I, re- I, say, I keep on thinking it's the devil and like I just rebuke it. But, but he's sweet to me and so he gives me a long time notice because he knows it's gonna take me a long time to get used to this idea. So, you know, the Holy Spirit just kept on nudging me, kept on nudging me. And I finally was like, oh man, God, why are you doing this to me? And then I had to go through my pity party. Now, he, he wasn't leaving, he was still there, but I'm going through this whole thing because I knew he was gonna be coming to me soon saying, hey, I think it's my season to leave. And I was going through my pity party. God, why are you doing this to me? Why are you so mean to me? Why don't you like me, God? Why do you wanna make my life hard? It's rude, God, don't be rude. And I was just, you know, just having myself a time. But, you know, um, I had to have that because when, when he came to me and he said, hey, um, you know, I've been offered, you know, a, a ministerial position and, you know, I'm, I'm really thinking about taking it, what do you think? Because this person was so honoring and he said, what do you think? Now, in the natural, I wanted to say, Don't do it, that's of the devil. No, no, you're supposed to be here. You're supposed to, you know, help me. You're supposed to help this church, okay? And I wanted to, and I could have, but it wouldn't have been the right thing. You know, it just wouldn't have been the right thing. And so I had to put aside my feelings, and I knew it was gonna leave not just a little hole, but a, like, huge, like, Grand Canyon size hole, okay? Like, really, really huge. Okay, I think I had to hire like four people to replace what he did as one person. I mean, I'm talking huge, okay? This wasn't just like somebody who just did a few things. Um, but, but I knew, and I said, you know what? I said, you have to go with what, you know, you're sensing from the Lord. I think you should check it out. Check it out, see, you know, see what happens. 
And so he did, and, and uh, you know, he came back, and I said, yeah, you know, he said, yeah, I think this is God. And so, and so he left, and it was so sad to me. I knew that he was leaving, and, and it was so sad, and it was hard in that transition not to get bitter, Okay, no, he was the one that was leaving, and, and he did a really great job at, you know, keeping his good attitude all the way to the end. And with this couple, I, we still have a great relationship today. We're in contact all the time because the transition was good. He kept a good attitude, but I had a part to do as a leader of an organization. I had to keep a good attitude, and it was hard. I wanted to be mad. I wanted to be bitter. I wanted to say, man, why are you leaving me? You know, I, you know, I need you. I need what you can do. But the thing was, is I wasn't trusting God, okay? And, and that's the next point I want, I want to get to. In transitions and seasons, you have to trust God. You have to trust God as the person who's making that transition, and you have to trust God as the leader, you know, when somebody is leaving you. That's a key component. It takes faith in the transitions because you are leaving the known for the unknown. And that's scary, y'all. That is scary, you know, the unknown, it's unknown. And it's really scary. And the disciples, they felt the same way. I want to read over in Acts uh, chapter 1, verse 7. Okay, this is the little story about, you know, Jesus ascending up in heaven. It says, so when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? Okay, so they're like, okay, God. It's awesome, you died, you rose again, this is so cool, yeah, okay. What's next? Tell us the next season, what are we gonna do now? What's gonna happen, okay? That's human nature, we wanna know what's gonna happen. He said to them, it is not for you to know times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. Well, Jesus, that's just a pooping on my party right there because I want to, you know, they're saying, I want to know. I want to know the times and seasons. I want to know right now the future, everything you have for me, okay? But, but he's saying, no, no, it's not for you to know the times and seasons. God's not going to tell you your whole life. You know, you have to trust him. But he did say this, okay, after he just pooped on their party and rained on their parade, he said, but... You will receive power when the Holy Spirit, see there's the big HS again, your guide, the one that tells you about the future, the one that tells you things to come. When he has come upon you, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And when he had, when, and when he had said these things as they were looking on, he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven as he went, behold, two men stood by them and white robes, okay? Right there, he just changed the season right before their eyes. Jesus was there with them, and he said, you know what, I'm changing the season, and I'm doing it now. See ya, and he just went up, okay? He changed it abruptly. And, you know, they were probably like, wait, come, wait, come back, come back. <laughs> what am I supposed to do now? You know what they had to do? They had to trust God. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, Lynette's Bargain Bag. 
The special bag has four audio CDs from Winter Bible Seminar 2015 and a DVD from Kenneth E. Hagan, which has never before been released until now, entitled Bringing Back the King. Also in this bag is a CD from Ken Hagan entitled Gathering the Harvest in the Last Days, Lynette Hagan's message on changing the condition of the church, Craig Hagan's message entitled Stay With Your Branch, and the last CD in this bag is from Denise Burns, Ken and Lynette's daughter, Navigating the Seasons of Life. These four CDs and a DVD normally have a retail value of $36.95, but we're offering this special bargain bag for only $19.95. That's over a $10 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rama.org. Or if you prefer to write Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And I want to thank all of you that are involved with us because, as partners because your involvement helps us to keep uh, this program going all yes. over the world. We get great testimonies from everywhere, from all over. And it's because of you as a word partner. Somebody said, well, what's a word partner? Well, that's just somebody that partners with us each month by praying for us and sending yes. an offering. And you can find out if you'd like to become a word partner with us, uh, you can go to rhema.org and slash and then WPC and tell you all about that. When you call, ask the operator how you can get this month's radio offer. This offer includes Kenneth E. Hagen's DVD and four audio CDs from the Hagen family. Call now, 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also connect online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Remember to join us next week when we'll start a new message from the Rhema Archives with Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Enjoy your weekend.